the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talking Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week, we are broadcasting live from Rob's house immediately after the Rock Meat Hot Sauce Competition slash festival slash get-together at the public market slash concert slash great hang. Did you guys have fun? It was a blast. Yes. <laughs> so we are going to kind of break down what we did at the Meat Hot Fest, and we're going to play a couple of clips from when we were there. We had a ton of fun, and we spent a beautiful night at the nationally renowned Rochester Public Market. But before we do that, we have to put a pin in something real quick. Randy, you acquired one more flavor of and sorry, folks, we are not going to be eating it on air today. I know everybody was disgusted probably by that episode. Randy, you found another flavor for us for the Little Debbie's ice cream. Yeah. It, it, once again, right before the podcast, Laurel finds the Nutty Buddy Little Debbie's ice cream flavor. And uh, so we tried it tonight. Rob, you're the ice cream specialist. Would you, would you like to weigh in first? I would love to. It was... Awesome. It was so good. It was hands down miles beyond the previous flavors we had tried. It had peanut butter flavor. It had chocolate chunks. It had texture. It had a little bit of salt in there to balance it all out. I thought it was straight up good ice cream. I would buy this again. They pretty much chopped up Nutty Buddies and put it in actually good tasting vanilla ice cream. And that was it. And it, it was, was peanut butter ice you cream. You can't go wrong with, oh, they chopped up vanilla Sorry. chunks and put it in the peanut butter ice cream. I think they chopped up Nutty Buddies and put it in peanut butter ice cream. Oh, in peanut butter ice cream. palate is impeccable. Please don't question (laughs) Ice cream specialist over here. Either way, I was pretty much eating ice cream with Nutty Buddies. Yeah, it seems that they got the best version of the actual food. And it was sort of because it was like broken down. It said in the description there's waffle cone chunks, which I'm not sure if they were trying to say wafers or whatever because inside the Nutty Butter there's wafers, but you get the peanut butter from the ice cream, which was a good quality ice cream compared to some of the others. You get that nice chunk of waffle cone and the fudge swirls, but the fudge swirls were like frozen, so you never knew when something was in your mouth, a chunk, you couldn't tell if it was going to be chocolate or if it was going to be the waffle cone. is very exciting when they were kind of mixing together in there, and it did taste a lot like Nutty Buddies. Oh, there's our last bowl. You're going to put it right... <laughs> Rob has his microphone balanced with a quarter inch of movement of allowed in any direction. And now he's added a bowl, an empty ice cream bowl for stability on top of his cardboard box. Well, I want to mention that we went to a baseball game yesterday and I was kind of inspired by this guy <laughs> who would balance things on his chin, <laughs> including umbrellas, mm. wallets, ladders... Beers. So, so I'm trying to get into balancing things, but I'm not ready to put them on my chin yet, though. This guy was from America's Got Talent, and I knew that because I bought the tickets and I read the promotional schedule. <laughs> but I think Randy was under the impression this guy was like a Rochester Red Wings employee or like maybe one of the PR interns who happened to have a skill that would benefit the team. But I think he just goes... 
town to town balancing stuff on his chin. He actually was quite entertaining and, and did a good job of hyping the crowd a little bit. I mean, we had a full conversation at our seats. Like, this guy does this, like, every night, sometimes, like, double headers twice a night. Like, this is crazy. I'm very interested in the business of it. Does the team put him up in a hotel? Like, there res- are, does the home team reserve tickets for the away team? Do they book their own travel? Who's get? How much does this guy make? How many games is he there for? Is it? I know Stanley from the office would go from town to town for office night at ballparks. And it's like, do these guys get like 200 bucks a game, thousand bucks a game. Well, well we thought that before you told us that he was from AGT. <laughs> so now it makes way more sense that he's only there one you time. You must be a fan of the show. If you call it, AGT. <laughs> you say, keep saying I've AGT. never like, heard that abbreviation. That? I usually Maybe call Howie it Mandel. Called it. <laughs> <laughs> I, they, I, I usually call it agt, but I didn't think you guys would that rolls get off that. The yep. All right, so when Randy texted us about the Nutty Bars or whatever, Nutty Buddy ice cream, we kind of joked that we liked some of the ice creams. They were in tears, but the number, the throne was there for the taking, and this this ice cream wins hands down. It's funny because I was reading a review of the Nutty Buddy, and the guy's like, well, Little Debbie's knows how to do it. They pump their ice cream full of air so it's super airy ice cream but if you start with a peanut butter base it actually makes it okay and tastes really good yeah and that's what I, I, as i'm on record not a huge peanut butter flavor fan but that was pretty light and delicious yeah. peanut butter ice cream i'd recommend you check it out this is the this is the only ice cream of that whole batch that i would say is worth and trying. i'm pretty sure walmart is where you got to get these yeah Yep, you said that. So. Yeah, because it's like that national brand type yeah. of thing. They market it to the whole country. That's the place to find it. Now, apparently, we've had how many? Seven now? Those Six seven. or seven. Yeah. Seven. There's a strawberry shortcake one and a unicorn cake one. So yeah, those we'll keep our eyes peeled. Yeah, strawberry shortcake rolls from your kid. So we'll keep on going cake. if we Love can the find them. On that. Okay. All right, main event. Rob, set the scene for us. Rock Meat Hot Sauce Fest as thrown by the New York State Restaurant Association Rochester chapter. Speaking of rolling off, NIST crack, I call it. <laughs> it's kind of like AGT. So, so this was the second uh, uh, meat sauce fest that Randy and I have attended. The first one was in March of 2020, about a week before the pandemic shut the entire world down, and it was at the Burgundy Basin Inn, and it was awesome. And it was a similar format where you you kind of walk around, you get these kind of you know, like ketchup sized containers full of meat sauce from each of the different vendors. And after you've tried them all, you go and you get all the materials to make your own trash plate. And then you take that to your favorite uh, spot and they'll sauce it up for you. And it was an awesome time. We all left feeling not amazing because (laughs) we did get, I mean, you know, we must've tried 18 samples or something the last time we went, because even though there were like, do we say 12 or 13 there's a lot, yeah. Last time, but like we, we, I think there were at least five that I doubled up on yeah. because I wanted to make sure uh, that I, I knew what I wanted. This time it was outside. It was at the public market. It was funny as we were walking up. It was really hard to see where it was even being hosted. We're like, is this place completely empty? Are we the only people in the public market? And then we turned a corner and then found the people. Rob's parking instincts were impeccable <laughs> as usual. We were about half a mile away in the furthest lot past Velvet Belly and the restaurants across the street. And this was way down on the opposite side of the public market. But we got there. You know what? Didn't get a ding in my car either. Uh, so we you know, we had a lot of room on both sides of the car. 
It was on the Rohrbach side of the public market. We parked in the exact opposite side of, of the market in the we walked off big probably lot. one half ketchup size serving of <laughs> meat to and from. So that's good. But it was awesome. Yeah, there's live music. Uh, there, there, by the end of it, there were a lot of people there. There was a raffle. We'll talk about that later. And it was it was a great time. We had really good instincts seating wise. We ended up sitting behind some of the purveyors of meat hot and uh we were right in the shade and by the end of the night everybody was kind of along that same row of shade because it was a hot night i was a little bit nervous about the weather actually because it was like 92 degrees earlier today and when we got there but in the shade much like the baseball game we went to yesterday in the shade there was a little breeze and it was just enough to keep you from actually sweating through your clothes but you know, a lot of a lot of grease, a lot of heat coming in some of these meat hots, but uh, it was a great time. Randy, what did you think overall? Do we have a blast? Do you miss an indoor event? What do you think? I had a blast, and I think it was a great spot for the event. Um, should we go through the, what was there? I thought maybe you were through? looking up more of those ice cream flavors. <laughs> I just, we can't get enough of those things. Not right now. Um, so here, here were the places that were there, and I think... I've heard of maybe three of these places, four. So most of them are pretty new to me. Uh, Patsy's Porkers. Great name. Awesome name. The Tappet. Marshall Street, which I had heard of. Burke's. um, Rohrbox, obviously heard of. BTB's, which is the new bathtub billies in the Grease Ridge Mall. Buddha's. Max, which I think I've also heard of. Barton's, which I have not heard of. And there's one more that I did not write the name down. Oh, boy. I had them all written down, ready to read, and then Randy jumps in out of the water. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry. You didn't oh, say... Oh, uh, the one in Brockport. The big one. Jimmy, Jimmy Z's. Z's. Yes, Jimmy Z's. which I have obviously heard of. And they were at the last one, too. So that's your list. Um, it was, it was kind of cool because, like I said, I hadn't heard of most of these, and it was nice to try some meat hot sauce that I've never even been to the restaurants before. It's an or interesting the task for these restaurants, too. You're outdoors. It's 90 degrees out. You're transporting this stuff in probably a hot pot. It was cooked hours ago. Some places are right around the corner, like Rohrbach can drive it over in two minutes. And Jimmy Z's, they're driving it over from Brockport, so their stuff's probably been sitting around. You're outdoors, you're serving over the course of three hours. So it's a tough task for those people. So I, I, I'm impressed that all these places entered and good for them just for showing up. I thought it was pretty cool. Now, just so the listeners know, we did get there right at the start. <laughs> so we got it when it was about as fresh as could be. Yeah. It's It went from five to nine. I think we finished them all by 5.30. So. I, I think we have some theories, though, that maybe... You catch a second batch and that's yes. fresh, or you know maybe someone drives one over from the restaurant. It, we, it's interesting to hear our thoughts versus the actual scoring versus the people's thoughts and the judges' thoughts. But we'll get into that a little bit well, later. Well, so Rohrbox, the guy I had like the last of it. Were you there, Rob, when he said this? No, but I was going to say something about him. He he's like oh, he's like I hope I don't have to go get a second batch. He's like it's at the restaurant. I know it's right down the road, but I got to go get it if and I. <laughs> And so he, he scoops me this tiny little bit of meat sauce. I'm like, can I have a little more? He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just dri- he drives down the road. He drives down the instant. road again. Yeah. Well, I was going to say about him, every time he would ladle up a spoonful of meat sauce, he did an 
an awesome job oh, of mixing it, mixing it oh, yeah. stirring it up. He was turning the pan so it yeah, all he, collected like, he in the one spot. He did a professional job. He, he served it better than anyone else to make sure that it wasn't just like all grease. It wasn't all just meat. Like he really like got that mix going. And Rob's observation is like a good example of how in the weeds we were getting <laughs> with like presentation and like you know, consistency and size of chunks of meat. Do you want them to be uniform, all different sizes? Color. The, how tough or soft the meat was. You don't want it to be too tough. You don't want it to be soft like it's been sitting there all day. So we won't get into that stuff too much. But when you compare meat sauces 10 in a row, you I, I was shocked because I'm always like, meat sauce tastes the same. Garbage plates always taste the same. That's like kind of been my take for a long time. Nothing's lower than a 7. Nothing's more than a nine usually there's a lot of differences in these and some of the differences were things i didn't even expect you know yeah uh, amount of water or liquid you know some were high water content and some were like pastes and some were a good mix and some were greasy some were blended it, it was just wild but we actually did a little recording um did you want to say something i was gonna say about? it's funny you mentioned that about the how wildly different they can taste when you would think when you just try meat sauce that they wouldn't taste that different. It almost reminds me of when you go on a wine tour and you go to all these different places. You're like, wine's the red's the same, white's the same, and then you go to like a different winery and you're like, oh no, this place is distinct from the last one and it's way better or way worse. And you're like, there is a difference when you go side by side by side by side. Yeah, you 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 like to think you quickly become an expert. It's almost like this is a strange analogy, a, a second analogy right on top of yours. I never play Euchre. I go play in a Euchre tournament, and I'm like pro Euchre player by the end of four hours because you learn everything about the game again. You remember how to play. If you eat all these meat sauces, you're like, oh, yeah, I like this one. I can smell the coriander or whatever. You know, this one is a little too much <laughs> allspice for me, and you're getting real picky. But uh, we, we made a little recording after we went to our first five or six places. So we went to Burke's first, Max, Buddha's, Tappet, Burton's, and Jimmy Z's. That was our first six, and then we took a little recording. I don't know who the music talent was, but they're they they were like playing you know acoustic covers, Dave Matthews and oh you'll hear them. Stuff. They're in the background, <laughs> but I think it actually recorded okay. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna put that clip in. You'll well, we hear brought out us. the mobile unit, so yeah, like we yeah. had the mobile recording unit, so we, we did get some good quality. It's an iPhone eight. Yep, that's it. And here it is. Okay, we are coming at you live from the Rock Meat, House, Meat Hot Sauce Festival here at the Public Market. It's a beautiful night. It's sunny. We've just just taken a tour of about half the places so far, so we're going to bounce it around to the plate pails here for a little quick check-in. Uh, we've, we've experienced quite a, quite a difference in taste, consistency, uh, and overall flavor here, and uh, I'm really enjoying how varied everything is and i think i've kind of come to find out i don't really like meat hot sauce unless it's mixed with a ton of ketchup rob your thoughts so far we've had about five places no clear winner stands out to me um it, like like andy was saying there, there is a lot of variety here i mean some are really watery some are greasy we, we've got all flavors represented but i i really can't tell you what i'm gonna go with right now so far there's no winner i'm randy and I would say that Burks for me is actually in the in the winner's bracket. Uh, I said it was very spicy, had a Frank's Red Hot taste, but I thought it was pretty good. 
Um, so far, we've been to Burke's, Buddha's, The Tappet, Max, Barton's, and I didn't write down the last one. And in all honesty, I've never been to any of those restaurants before. I think the last one was Jimmy Z's that we went to. So we'll check in in a few and uh, let everybody know how it's going. Boy, Randy, that it, you really can't remember Jimmy Z's. That's, <laughs> we've covered these places like six times. We've listed them out, and every time you can't remember Jimmy Z's. Sorry, Jimmy. Their meat sauce was pretty good, though. It was. It was. It was good. Yeah. So, I just didn't write their name down. I'm sorry, Jimmy Z's. Randy, you you mentioned Burks in spe- specifically mm. B U R K E S. I, I don't even know where that place is, but we Rob and I actually tried them a second time when yeah. we were in line to get our stuff for our plates. And you're right, it stood out because it's the first place we tried overall, and we all were like, it tastes like it's kind of like Red Hot. And so when we tried it the second time, I asked the lady at the table, I go, hey, this tastes a lot like Red Hot. Do you have like cayenne pepper in here or do you actually just put hot sauce in? And she looked at the other girl and was like, um, it's a secret recipe. I was like, oh, well, you don't have to tell me like how much you put in or anything. I was like, but is it like hot sauce or do you use real peppers? And she's like, it's a secret. And I was like, <laughs> I think maybe she just ran like the front of the house or something. And yeah. like didn't exactly know, but it was, it just made me laugh and it was funny. But we actually did, even though it was really spicy and right out of the gates, we were like, whoa, it ended up being kind of in my top, top half of places because it was interesting. It stood out a little bit. Yeah. It's in, so Burks is in Webster near main street. And I agree they they're actually right up there. Very spicy. Um, and you're right, Frank's Red Hot Taste. I I wouldn't have suggested going to them first had I known because I didn't get a drink yet and my mouth is on fire for like the next like three hot sauce <laughs> places pretty much. But overall, I, and I like that kick and that spiciness, so I, I did like them. I think it would hold up really well to a plate. Like so, you know, yeah, eating ketchup. it out of a bowl wouldn't be good, <laughs> but actually putting it and mixing it on with other foods, I think it would... That spice would bring great flavor to like a mac salad. So, Rob, we figured that out last because we did do the yes. Burgundy Basin episode. And last time we had to kind of differentiate between this is good meat sauce, but there's no plate involved. Would this be good on a plate? And you only get one plate at this place. So it is tough. You got to kind of imagine what it would and be like. You guys, Rob specifically mentioned that a few times. And I think it's a good point. But how do you put that into words or like how do you categorize that and to me it seems like the only way you figure it out is by actually having the plate but yeah. it was funny we were talking to two people in line and they were like that's a good point and I'm just like <laughs> yeah but we can't, it's like I can't process that unless it's on there you know it's tricky but I guess you got to think about like okay this is going to be balanced by some salty meats we and did, some we sweet ketchup it. sorry to cut you off no you're it's good. because like rock style burger and chicken whatever it was rock style chicken and burger yeah, I think I think you're thinking time. of Jimmy last Z's, time. but yeah. No, I'm talking about last time. <laughs> 2020. Uh, in 2020, fest. Rock Style had by far the best tasting sauce when you just ate it alone. It was really sweet. It reminds me actually like a, a lot like when you eat a soup almost like yes, it, it, but it had that sweet. Honestly, it reminded me um, a lot of the Rohrbach sauce yeah. where it had that sweetness. It had it, it tasted really good, and I was I was just loving the sauce. And when I actually put it on a trash plate, it just wasn't as good as another one that I really liked. Didn't have that sweetness, had maybe a little more kick, and it, it just didn't bring everything together. So 
that's where I really discovered the importance of, yeah, you can't just sample a meat sauce. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to this time put a couple different meat sauces on different sides of the plate to try how yeah. they went. But the, the one place that we'll get to in a little bit, they were out when I went. But at the same time, I'm, I'm certain that that would have been a better joining force on the, the trash plate than than Rohrbach, I personally think. So, Rob, remember we went to the one at the Comedy at the Carlson, and it was tasting different plates, essentially, and there you didn't go to that one? I didn't go to that oh, one. Oh, okay. So you, me you got, like, a mini plate? Yeah, so I think it was one of the – it wasn't Spenceport Hots, but I thought it was a place at Spenceport. They gave you, like, that little Dixie Club cup with, like, a little Max out, a little bit of hamburger, a little bit of home fry, what and a then – pain in the butt to make all Oh, those. but it was – A little <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that that actually wouldn't be a bad idea is if they yeah. just had like a tray of just like little pieces of hamburger and you scooped on a little bit and then, you know, you can go through and start eating. I mean, it's a lot more work and wouldn't make any sense for them. <laughs> they were already they don't take so this annoyed as, with yeah, what they had to do. Yeah. They don't take this as serious as we do, but that would actually help. And then you'd you'd have to have the same max out, same hamburger for all of it to keep it consistent. But that would help to kind of yeah. yeah. test it out. And you'd feel way sicker after, too, I'm sure. All right, so that was about, like, the first half of the places. Then we, we sat down, we recorded our little thing, we chatted for a bit, we got a drink, and we kind of cleansed the palate a little bit, and we hit up the last four places, which were BTBs, Rohrbox. Then Randy went to get us a sample of hot sauce, and he came meat, meat hot, and he came back with ciders. So Randy failed at getting meat hots, which but is pretty good. succeeded at getting ciders. We did try ciders. Uh, and then most original, best name, Patsy's Porkers yes. and Marshall Street Bar and Grill, which we'll play our clip coming up next to kind of explain some of our thoughts, and then we'll come back around and, and kind of build on that just a little bit. Here it is. And we are back at the Rock Meat Hot Festival. I don't. I keep wanting to say Meat Sauce Festival. Anyways, we finished up trying all ten locations. We hit a few more that I thought were a little bit stronger this time around, and we've sort of settled in, dialed in on our top three. I think for me personally, this is Andy speaking. I'm going with Bathtub Billy's BTB Bar and Grill, Rohrbach, and Marshall Street. And I'm going to get one of each and sample those. Randy, what's it looking like for you? So right now, Rohrbach, BTBs, and I do want to try Marshall Street again, and I want to try the one we had first, which was Burke's. Again, I think those are my top four. I, I would agree with the Randy's top three. I thought they were all excellent. All of them had something different to offer. I, I'm not sure if I want to pick what tastes best alone or if I want to taste what I think is going to go best with a plate because I think that is the mark of a true sauce is it's got to work with a plate it's not there to be eaten alone and so our last meat sauce competition i think taught us that we had a couple that tasted amazing but once it was on a plate it just didn't hold up so we'll see what actually works with an actual plate later on so i think i made that point about uh meat sauce only working as part of a trash plate about 17 times tonight to people in line on the pod (laughs) earlier on the pod on that recording But it's a good point. Thank you. It's a little, like I said, for me personally, it's a little tricky to comprehend, but I, I think it's important for me to think about too, because my brain would probably just automatically go to like sweetest. I do want something to stand out because a lot of these places tried to make a standard meat hot sauce and some of them really stood out because they were super solid. 
And then to me, there was sort of another tier. Like we were talking about our top three. We all seem to agree pretty much on our top threes, which I found very interesting because a lot of the times we have really different views on food. But Bathtub Billy's, Rohrbach, and Marshall Street were in all our top threes. Randy revisited Burke's, which we talked about a little bit earlier. So to me, Rohrbach and Marshall Street stood out as a little bit sweeter, sort of a signature pop of sweetness. I thought, personally, Marshall Street was kind of like a sloppy Joe adjacent flavor. They had really good chunks in there of like vegetables and stuff, which stood out to, to the large group. And Rohrbach, I don't know, I think Rob said it when he first took a bite, there's almost like a honey barbecue pop. But it, it dissipates, you know, and goes away, and then you, you're left with that kind of nice heat. But both of those were kind of chunky. Uh, and then BTB's, for me, was a more original style of, of meat hot sauce. That you, I said I would expect this type of meat hot on anywhere that maybe has the name hots after it, you know, a traditional hots place, whereas the other two were more like sit-down restaurants, which they both were. So... I don't know. For me, it was kind of two different things that I was comparing, but uh, we'll get to our final scores later. Rob, what, what are your thoughts on your top three? Yeah, I, I said Marshall Street kind of was, it, it reminded me of like Bill Gray's adjacent. It, it didn't, it was slightly like Bill Gray's. I liked it, it had a little more heat and it was a little less sweet than the Warbach one. I just think overly sweet uh, sauces don't work for me. Uh, Bata Billy's, we thought it was pretty solid. One thing I want to mention too, uh, Porky's, was very fine and patsy's porkers patsy's okay that's what it was not porkies patsy's porkers very fine honestly it looked like they put it through like a mill like they milled the meat because it was like so fine it was a homogenous mass the the spices were in there it all blended well together um i said it smells like home cooking almost like it was a pot roast it needs salt but i said it was very well blended like baby food but that's not a bad thing so if you're into that kind of thing, it would be an interesting plate, I think. If you're a baby and love plates, <laughs> Patsy's Porkers. The lady in line in front of us loved that. Yeah. And I, and I personally, I prefer the more Bill Grazy, Rohrbach-y, Marshall Street style of like, it's loosely broken up meat. You get big chunks, little chunks. That's very Bill Gray's to me or Tom Walls. Uh, so yeah, it depends on what you prefer because that was almost like, pate like pasty kind of stuff it tasted great though i did say it needs salt as i am slamming water because of the amount of salt i think we consumed from all of these meat sauces yeah it was a a unique dining experience that's for sure i actually i'd like to touch on what i said in the first recording i was like i think i'm realizing i don't really like meat sauce on its own i think because i must i specifically preferred the places we had in the second half it made me come around a little more mm-hmm. i'm so used to having that ketchup mixed in and having all my toppings just right i came around to it a little bit and you do like you said you become a meat hot sommelier and you're talking about all the different flavors so i got there eventually randy what are your thoughts on the the, the top three there so for me this is you know all the food we talk about this is my bread and butter which funny enough we didn't get tonight but we'll get to that in a minute um, I would say you guys are both correct. Marshall Street looked like Bill Gray's. I felt like it had a very peppery, but not like black pepper taste, like actual peppers, like red pepper taste to it. 
Um, again, I plan on going to Marshall Street and trying it on an actual plate because I think it has the highest ceiling right now for all the sauces that I tasted. But Rohrbox, I wrote friggin' holy moly. This is so sweet but delicious. But I can admit that not everybody would like Rohrbox. Like, again, like Bill Gray's. Bill Gray's is one of my top meat sauces, but I also understand how some people won't like it. Yes. So if you want a classic meat sauce, like Andy said, BTBs, go there. They had, for classic, they had the best, I think. Um, And I think on top of all that, for me, the most creative, because that was one of the categories tonight, was Buddha's. I really liked Buddha's. Um, It was sweeter. It was meaty, I said, kind of greasy, but I thought it was good. And it had a uh, Buddha-ish taste. What? What do we coriander cumin? I thought I didn't. I thought I tasted like cumin. Yes, a little bit. It almost a little bit. All spice taco, taco seasoning hint of that in there, which is a lot of cumin. Yeah. It. So the first thing I tried, and again, this is goes to or Buddha e. Buddha Indian flavors. Indian flavors. There you go. Buddha was Indian. Wasn't no he? comment. I don't know. Yeah, right. I'm pretty That's, sure he was. We don't talk about that on this podcast. So what I think was, it was the least favorite when I first tried it, and then I tried another and another, and it became one of my favorites. I think, like we might have already said, eating these meat hot sauces one right after another really doesn't help. It's like each the ice taste. creams. It's yes. hard to separate. You've got heat lingering in your mouth yep. from one. You get this blast of cumin flavor, and then you, you know, someone tastes like maybe they left it on the heat too long at another. Mm-hmm. You know, it it all gets messed up. So you got to you got to give it a try. I would say though, Buddha's. I would go and get an actual plate from them because I'd be curious to see how that one tasted. But those are my top four. What if they just gave you a bunch of little skewers? This would be so much more work. Like your mini cup idea, little teeny bite of hot dog, little teeny cube of. You know, this two pieces of like mashed a shish salad. kebab, yeah, like and one whole fry, shish kebab? and you dunk it in, and that's how you taste them. A shishka plate, we a trash a plate, trash kick. We'll work on it. <laughs> plate of Bob, it would be awesome. Yeah, that that would be the best way to taste it. And then, so we we have all these. We've all been banging home this point that BTBs was really like a classic hot sauce that. That was voted most traditional, mm-hmm. like so the best like traditional hot sauce. Um, and then for the other awards, it was kind of interesting. Uh, the place Barton's Hots won most creative. Theirs was definitely different. It was very liquidy, and it was like a spicy liquid, which was just completely not what one would expect. For. I would say it was a polarizing location. Yeah. Well, we can leave it at that. It was a polarizing location. Very The judges loved it. it. We'll yeah. say that. They got votes. And then the three of us surprisingly ended up with the exact same top three with a little shout out to, to Burks. I think that's shocking. No? <laughs> it is shocking. It's funny. Because we like the, the amount of Yeah, how different our opinion. You're right. It is. It is shocking. But I think that the, the three we mentioned really were high quality. Mm. Um, and so maybe we just were attracted to that. But the people's choice, the number one, none of us had on our top three. We all had Rohrbox. That came in third. Patsy's Porkers, I think we all said was good. Yeah. Personally, I didn't like the puree style. 
but yeah, tasted good. I yeah, I that guess was number I, two. I didn't think anything was bad about it. For me, it was just a little too mild. Like it didn't have enough of the meat sauce yeah. taste for me. But again, it came in number two, and it wasn't bad I at all. I, I would was totally focused eat on it. the visual, and like Rod said, yeah. if that if that's on a pile of crinkle cut fries, yeah, I mean and burgers, it's gonna taste great. That's yep. all that matters at that point. But the shocker for us was that the number one place was Tap It, which I had in my top five. I think it was my fifth or so. But it won. It got the most votes. So, so, the, so people were had spoken. Again, the Tap It, I felt, was kind of mild. Like, it didn't have enough flavor for me. So that was interesting that the top two, I said, didn't have enough flavor for me personally. So that just shows that... I'm looking for something with a little more kick, a little bit yeah. more spice, and everybody else kind of likes more of a milder flavor. It, it, you naturally almost want something to stand out. Yeah. I think most people, I, I think you're right, Rand. I think that's exactly right. I think most people don't want really spicy things. And, and when we talked about Burks, like, that was really spicy. Like, that would have been too, up spicy. too hot for any adult older yeah. than me that I know in my family. They'd all be like, whoa. The tappet had like a curry. It felt like a curry flavor. I've been known to ascribe the wrong spices (laughs) to things, but I have made curries before in the past, and it. I'm I'm almost certain that they did have some curry powder in there because it did almost remind me of the coconut curries I made at home before. So the the tappet for me was like the thing that stood out. What is it? Kind of melted away, and it didn't leave a real strong, distinct flavor to me. There was a little kick of flavor in the beginning, and then it just kind of melted away. Not in a bad way, per se, but it didn't stand out like like Randy was saying. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. So interesting enough, I had never heard of the Tappet. It's in Scottsville or off Scottsville Road. They have the Tappet plate, but then they have the Tappet garbage can. Burger, home fries, mac salad in a wrap, then smothered in beer cheese and meat hot sauce. Whoa. That sounds pretty good. That sounds really good. What are you guys up to this weekend? <laughs> what are you up to now? Um, probably going to the bathroom but they actually, <laughs> <laughs> they actually, if you look up their menu, they have a lot of good looking like bar food. It just looks like straight up like a bar food menu. And that's why I think I'd be interested in the Marshall Street because mm-hmm. I think we've all had very good experiences with just their their bar food. There. Good bar food, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, that, their plate's probably really good if we like their meat hot. So that was a funny thing that happened to us. Was Rob really liked Marshall Street? He wanted to get that for his plate, but. W- but at the time we went through the line, we were like, oh, this line was pretty long. It's finally starting to get short. Let's hop in. We get in there, two major strikes. Poor Rob doesn't get Marshall Street because they ran out that minute. And then like 10 minutes later, they had a new fresh batch, probably delicious because it was right out of the oven. And then no ketchup. What a bummer. So, so And the home fries. Right. Yeah, home fries, fries ran out for Rob and I, right? As, so we get... Guy was scraping the corner. It's like all the burnt ones are going on our plate. And I'm like, I don't really like Max salad. Can I have a little extra home fries? He's just like, kind of basically said no to me. <laughs> just like. But then a fresh, giant container while came we were out waiting just for, for our burgers. For burgers. <laughs> I, I actually thought, because I know classic plate has mustard, not ketchup. I just assumed they didn't even have ketchup there until you said they ran out. Yeah, he told me. And then. Oh. 20 minutes later, the giant most industrial sized box of ketchup pack. It's probably like. 1500 So, BYOK next time. And, and BYOB. And, and, no bread. And BYOHF, <laughs> home fries. And B, butter. So maybe we and just make our own home fries. Shish kebabs? <laughs> we just get a big, big 
tray would fill our hockey water <laughs> bottles up with yeah. meat hot, bring it home and make our own plates. Oh, I think you get in that line right away. You hit yeah. them all fast, yes. and then you just hang out the rest of the yeah. night. Well, and you could eat a little earlier, and you're not going to be super full as you try to go to bed. I guess you wait till the end because then they had ketchup and meat hot from everywhere. Everyone had a second batch. Out. Anyways, we learned a few things again this time. We had a blast. I think for me, do we want to do our our top number one each? Yes. Do we do we yeah. already do that? I don't think we no, did not it. yet. Not really. Yeah. Randy, why don't you go first? Jimmy Z's was not my top number one, but I remember the name of the restaurant now. My <laughs> number one was Roarbox. All day, every day. I'm going there. I'm getting a plate. It was. I bet theirs would be good. We liked their oh food. Oh my god! The it was, yes, and it was friggin' delicious. That meat sauce was so good like i'm gonna be dreaming about it tonight it was amazing but i'm also gonna go to marshall street and get a plate and i'm gonna go to the third place place yep btbs and get a plate and probably buddha and get a plate and what the heck jimmy z's let's get a plate jimmy z's we have to go to it's it's on the list yeah but uh luckily you don't have too much going on this weekend Um, Jimmy Z's, one thing I do want to mention was that it wasn't spicy at all. It had this kind of gelatinous texture to it. It was thick, mild. I said, reminds me of a Swedish meatball flavor. Chicken brothy? Question and you're mark? like, not necessarily in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. I like Swedish meatballs. I can already hear Laurel listening to this episode and being like, does Rob know what a Swedish meatball is? There's no chicken in Swedish meatballs. No, but I feel like they use chicken broth maybe as the that's basis just, of this. That's like, just the comment that you would tons of curry. No, no, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. But, it, you know, like they'll use like chicken stock. I, it almost tasted like rather than use like a beef stock and or actually, something like that, and, they maybe use chicken stock. And actually, I agreed with you, Rob. And it tasted good. Oh, it was, I was really, like, it was good. It, it, was, it may not have been what I expected from a meat sauce, but it tasted pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it almost, to me, that gelatinous thing was what stood out as like the, the, the one downside of it. The taste was pretty good, but that it almost felt like it had just been on the heat for a long time. I mean, this was coming from the opposite side of town, so I know that they had to travel and everything. But I, I Jimmy Z's is like plates and shakes. People talk about that. Yeah, everybody says so that's, good. that's yeah. high on the list. For and like I think we liked plates. theirs last time, too, at the meat hot sauce. Yeah, and to be very clear, that was not my number one choice. I just had to say that about Jimmy Z's. My number one choice was definitely Marshall Street. I said it was spicy, but it had some personality. I think it would go well with a plate. I'll say it again. So I thought it it was strong enough that the flavor would would bind everything together well. Yeah, what I liked about Rohrbox and Marshall Street was specifically because they were out of ketchup, I needed that hit of sweetness on my plate. So that... I went with Roarbox for my my vote. I went with Roarbox for my uh, actual plate. So I thought that was great. I would like to mention they had beans as an option, which I think we all went with. Yeah. And they were good. They were really red, but they tasted good. <laughs> right? They tasted so red. They might have been the best thing on that trash plate, aside from the meat sauce. <laughs> I mean, I, I really think it was. It was better red. than the. Red. I'm glad you added. Solid. Aside from the meat sauce, no, the meat sauce was the number one thing, and then number two, the beans. I would have gotten just because we had heard the mac salad was incredible. It was okay. It had tomatoes in it, like yeah, grape it tomatoes. Like Italian, but it had the mayo. I was, I was. <laughs> I thought surprised. that lady was budging the line. She came over and she's like, oh, "Where yeah. is the meat mac salad from?" And I was like, oh, okay, you're not budging. And the guy's like, oh, it's from this catering company. that They were like one of the sponsors or something. And uh, she's like, oh, it's so good. And I was like, hey, Rob, good Mac salad. Here we go. <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty good. It could use some salt. 
It was no bright and hot. Better than last <laughs> scoop of home fries, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Although, okay, to, to be fair, those home fries had some crunch, they even though good. it was like the tail end of that. And so. also, did you see they were just in the grill, like in a pan? Getting yeah. the Home fries are tough unless you're frying them. Yeah, I mean, I totally would say shout out to all the people that made that happen. Yes. Cooking on a line at that place. This is a 90 degrees out. And the burger was pretty good, yeah. actually, for it being just a... And his Weigel's red hot. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Weigel's. No cheese. Which I liked. I did not. Yeah, cheese would have been nice. <laughs> cheese would have been really nice. It. Hey, I had my first white hot at the game. I, bu- I bit... I took a bite of my wife's white hot dog. You never had one before? Never had one. And I was just like, they're disgusting. Because everyone's always like, red hots are some sort of... It tasted basically the same as a red hot. It was not. Could that you different. blind taste test a red and a white? And I taste could the tell them apart, but I was like, if they were out of red hots, I would totally eat one of <laughs> it them. It has this like, is it like nutmeg or like yeah, some there's sort like a, of some cumin spice? Is curry, cumin? not enough salt. Maybe curry. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fine. Anyways, a side note. But um, so we went over the actual winners. We went over our favorites. We have a little special activity though. Before we finish up, oh no! Well, we we can play our peeves and plugs. You want to do that first? Because um, we did because they were kind of about the. How about we, 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 we wrap with that? Because yeah. I think there was a good closure in that okay. little video. So, well, let's well do, we still have a Flavor Town, Rob. Which do you so want? I'm saying let's do Flavor Town and then let's All wrap. Right. With oh, this. So I forgot about Flavor Town. Randy and has it's a my Flavor Town. <laughs> it's, it's closed. Randy set this up for us. Eyes? I don't know what. Do you want us to guess so something? Or? I get I get home from the plate thing, and Laurel's like, "I got you a new snack," and she says it. I'm like, "Oh, that's Flavor Town." All right. Do we, do we have to close oh, our yeah. eyes? You definitely have to close your eyes. Do we put out our hand? Our hands out? Yep, put out your hand. I gotta open it. It's a snake! Oh my god! <laughs> it's not. That's a joke. Roasted guinea pig. Alright, so you're gonna guess two things. You're Thank gonna you guess. for starting to talk. I'm what? sitting here with my eyes closed. You're gonna guess Oh my god. <laughs> the smell oh, is no. something else. So I'll, I'll dump a few. Is in this your something hand. that you think I'm gonna think is really gross? I actually have no idea. Am I gonna think it's gross? I don't know. It's a snack that was purchased you're for you. You're gonna get a whiff of this. Yeah. I think Laurel bought it specifically for flavor time. Okay. Alright, no. don't open your eyes, Rob. You gotta move your hand. I bumped into your computer. Closer. Just oh I, I don't think it smells bad. It does smell like a a snack of some sort. Okay. All right, go ahead. I'm <laughs> They're both like, smelling it, like ketchupy, cheesy. So you got vinegary, it. You're gonna maybe? have to guess what the snack is, and then the flavor. Goldfish. Yep. Like Chex mix. Not Chex mm. mix flavor. Well, it is goldfish. You can tell by the shape that it's goldfish. It's limited edition. It does taste like Chex Mix. You're right, Rob. Let me. All right, let me try. Well, we can guess more than one thing too. Right? Randy's already uh, like giving up. I think I know it. You think pizza? you know it? You know what it is. Is there? My, do they have a pizza flavor? <laughs> My hint is it's the the very first split second of when you taste it, and then the taste. They goes do away. have pizza, Rob, but I don't think this yeah, is it. Definitely not pizza. It's not pizza. Pretzel. Nope. Already pretzel too. How's the salt content? It's actually pretty good. You know, a lot of it almost can learn does things. have like a curryish chicken divan type <laughs> flavor. I'm not even kidding. Is it curry? It's Swedish meatball flavored. Oh, hold on. Can I open my eyes now? Yeah. Okay. Is it like I'm a almost, type of cheese? No. No. You guys aren't even barbecue? close. I, I almost is it want barbecue. No. I, my eyes are open now. I think I you guys are going to be like mad when broccoli. I show you. Wait, can we? No, let's try one more. Hand All right. Close our eyes. 
Randy, you're going to have to fill time here while we try more of these. Yeah, just, uh, what do they call that? Right. So, so Andy's hand is nicely cupped. It's got a nice little indent in it. I can, I can, I can put the the goldfish right in the middle. Rob's got two fingers. No, Rob's got two fingers open. The rest are closed. My shoulder hurts. Chicken noodle soup. Maybe the smell. Chicken noodle soup flavor. No. I wash my hands with that stupid. Bath and Body Works soaps where I smell right. my hand and just smell the Do you want to just smell the bag? I had my eyes closed this whole time <laughs> thinking like the bag was out. I'm like, I can just, oh, you can open your eyes now, Rob. I don't know. You guys ready? Yeah, I'm no. ready. <laughs> Rob's not. I'm convinced it's like chicken flavor. It's dark. There's, it, it, it's it's got like cardamom, cardamom in it. No. You ready? Fine. You guys aren't even close. I'm sorry. Do you want a hint? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's in a drink. Tequila. Tomato, tomato juice. Andy's, Bloody Mary. Tomato soup. Andy's almost there. Bloody Mary. Clamato? Nope. Ew. Here we you go. Believe you gave me Clamato. Oh, babe. Oh, How do we not get that? I should have known it because I saw a picture. <laughs> yeah. I have a giant container of Old Bay in my closet. I put it's my like eggs. the most distinct flavor. But I'll be honest, when I'm eating them, it hits like immediately and then it's gone. And now say, it's like gone. And I will say this. I've never tried Old Bay because I don't eat seafood. <laughs> oh, so, so I have no idea. It's good on eggs. So like chicken broth maybe was kind of close. Oh, my God. Sorry, Andy was at a, a deficit here. Well, I should have known that. Old Bay seasoning. Oh, celery. Celery. Now seed. try it, Rob, because you might... Paprika. It doesn't taste Paprika. as much after you eat a few. It's that initial I, I like hit. Old Bay. Yeah, Old Bay is good. They taste good. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. They, they actually are snack. surprisingly good. It'd be like a good on the bar snack because yeah. they're kind of salty. So there is this seafood seasoning. Is it Harry's? There's like a steakhouse that makes a seafood seasoning that is like Old Bay-ish, but it's way better than Old Bay. Remember I was trying to get it for you mm-hmm. at Costco? They don't have it at Costco anymore. Now they have Old Bay. I've got, So I've gone to Old Bay. I, I'm jonesing for this. This previous Not brand, good. man. <laughs> Not nearly as good. Oh, they oh, didn't it's... even make their own goldfish. <laughs> Kinders or something like that. Kinders? Kinders? Or Bust. Harry's. It's definitely Kinders. You said Harry's. For the mm. record. Yeah, it's all back. All right, so Peeves and Plugs, Quick Plug, Red Wings game. Just an awesome time. We've I know we've got the recording, but... I have more than just my one complaint about the Meat Hot Sauce Festival to talk about. Um, Red Wings game was an awesome time. That's a huge plug. My family's definitely going back. My kids made it nine innings. That's I almost and didn't we got make there a half hour early. I didn't make it nine They're innings. Almost three years old, it was and incredible. it was so hot. Like that, yeah, it was that's awesome. It, the highlight was my one son wanted to meet Spikes, and we went down and. We, 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 he showed up and I was like, do you guys want to go meet Spikes? And one of them was like, uh, no thanks. They're famously shy. And the other one's like, yeah, I do. So we go downstairs. And I'm like, hi, Spikes. You think we could get a picture? He's like waving and my kid starts hiding behind my leg. He's like, uh, I think I changed my mind. <laughs> so one of our friends, Silky Chris, friend of the show, Silky Chris's son, went and took a picture of them. And we just watched that, and that was good enough for my son. And then Spikes was killing it. He was trying to play peekaboo with my son, and he really liked that. But no pick, but we'll get there. We'll get there by next season. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time fun. left. 
But that was a highlight, highlight of my weekend. Also, it was my dog's birthday. Ellie is nine. She's an absolute legend. She's we made the best. Her, wow. We made her dog cupcakes made out of potato or something. <laughs> those, are, those are my non, because we're going to end with our peeves and plugs from the. Yeah, I did the um, plate dog, which I thought was really good. Again, the home fries were a little lacking, but the sauce, the meat sauce was awesome. And I think Pat, our other um, famous guest, he tried it, but he tried a plate cup, I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was great. I highly recommend. They load on the toppings. Like it's total. It's like seven fifty for a regular hot dog, or seven for a regular hot dog, and then nine fifty for a plate dog. Like it's totally worth the extra two and a half bucks. But overall, it was an awesome game. Was I got a slice of za from Mama Mitzi's. <laughs> it was delicious. A peeve and plug. Uh, my peeve is littering. It's been my peeve before, <laughs> and it'll be my peeve again. It, it, there was there. Uh, napkins rolling across the public market like we were uh, you know in some dystopian future but my my plug is summer and summer events and summer fun and going out to festivals going to baseball games we went to chris's house over over the weekend and and just kind of hung out outside all day and it was it was awesome and it just made me you know just just love summer peeve winter boo i kind (laughs) of like winter too (laughs) (laughs) all right well Rob, do you want to say your famous closing segment, and then we'll play our peeves and plugs? Keep uh, keep on eating and talking and drinking trash.